Welcome everyone, the Global Exclusive Podcast. I know you all are starved for Miss the Tuesday, but luckily we have Drew actually can tell us what the UN don't do, and not just like Sinzar, who's fucking Sims for Meta, right? Oh, yeah, Sinzar doesn't know anything about the game. Sinzar literally, like, like, listen, listen, this is a hot take. Sinzar knows nothing about the game. The only reason why he is so good is because he keeps pulling meta units. Change my mind. I'm sorry, Sins, we love you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, um, we did miss news, so we, we have twice to make up. Good thing the it's going to be a really short episode because there's no content. We all, I think we also missed last week's banner, but oh well, who cares about collabs? Yeah, yeah, nobody, literally. Yeah, or read the wiki ratings update instead. Wait, we missed the entire banner, right? Yeah, we did. Well, I mean, probably nobody cared. I did. I pulled. I like Chrono Cross, so I pulled a bit at least. Did you get anything? Did you luck out? No, no, I've just been... I haven't even been doing EX tickets lately, mostly because my I need... I'm still putting off clearing up inventory space. Oh, okay, okay. I, I need to fuse down a bunch of five stars okay. into STMRs. All right, so... But anyway... Anyway, yeah, we're, we're not at that banner. I just got briefly... Because I was thinking of a banner that we actually missed. But anyway, uh, we're actually talking about a new FF... Well, no, sorry, Final Fantasy three banner, right? Mm-hmm. And not Final Fantasy three as in the US re- release of Final Fantasy six. That would be... No, this is Final Fantasy three, uh, which, like... The JP. Sorry, what was that? Uh, because 1, 2, and 3 were Japanese-only releases, right? That's why no. 4 started as 1. They? Isn't that why 4, 5, 6 were originally 1, 2, 3 in oh, US releases? yeah, that could have been. But I could have sworn I've played, like on emulator, when I was a kid, I played Final Fantasy 1. But then maybe that was a fan trans, I guess. I, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I, I have not researched this. Yeah, yeah. Who, who who cares? All right, so it's a fan fancy nobody really cares about. Um, it has a character called Onion Knight that everybody knows about, and also this dude called Ingus, who's probably the coolest, one of the cooler characters in, in FFBE almost. I really like the aesthetic. Um, but is he a good wasn't unit? That, yeah. I'm just thinking, thinking back to the game. I think wasn't like the Onion Knight versus Ingus whatever thing like original versus remake what i'm trying to say like originally there was just the four onion knights but then in the remake they turned into actual characters like ingus and refier and stuff oh shit yeah that could be true because because now that you say it i okay i i have i have really poor memories of these games a long long time ago so i i wouldn't be able to say but that that does sound that sounds plausible let's go with that nice so we're getting two units right we're getting Ingus and um, Awakened Onion Knight NVA. He has been awakened once more. He's been four fucking times awakened by now. (laughs) And his sprite looks exactly the same like the actual Onion Knight NV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was was something that was very much noted when NV Onion Knight came out. But it was like, oh, this is just Awakened Onion Knight sprite again. Yeah, and it's interesting because now I'm kind of jumping the gun here a bit, but it turns it, it might turn out that the NVA is actually better than the NV now. I mean, yeah, the NV is super old and terrible. Yeah, true. Got really done bad, poor Onionite. Onionite has had like an interesting history in this game because like always been touted as the OP character, 
on release, but like nobody ever used them, right? I don't really think it was thought of as that OP. Like I, I remember him being strong but hard to ch- really hard to chain for a while. Yeah, but he was like was Titus, sort of... but better. I, I remember everyone was saying, you know, save for Orlando, then save for Titus, and fucking save for Onion Knight, because Onion Knight was the best. That was like I don't back know, in I the don't, day. I don't remember him being super touted and hyped, but maybe okay. I'm just maybe not, blocking maybe not. that out. Anyway, uh, let's jump to the first unit that's actually really interesting, in my book at least, uh, in my Regina book. Um, so it's Red Mage Ingus, and he so seems I... to have a shift form, right? Yeah, I think I think his shift form is Geomancer Ingus because yes. they they do all of the FF three stuff do like job swapping stuff, and is a, um, a true bracer. Yeah, that's always nice to see from Very JP. Very refreshing and nice. Yeah. So, um, what can we say about his base form? Should be a mage and a buffer. Yeah, I think that the primary thing that you're going to see his base form used for are like the four AOE imbues and amps he's got. Right, he has Enfira so and Watera, yeah. Aurora and Stone. Yeah, all all of his stuff comes in the four FF three crystal elements: fire, water, wind, and earth. Right. So there's variants for all of it. But and yeah, the ampersand is kind of, of low. If you want to spend all of your crystals at fucking once, because <laughs> like yeah, he both, can both, enhance all the magic. Yeah, but both of the units this week have like a lot of enhanceable black magic that will just drain all of your crests if you still got them yeah I, I don't i actually ran out of the lowest the smallest ones uh, the other day when i was i don't know even who i was writing somebody so but yeah his, his actual magic damage probably not super high like his his lb does a pretty decent mod boost for all his elemental chains but even quad casting those it's not massive like because it's 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 not even a very long duration buff. Like it's LB into two turns of buff chains. Right. So it might be kind of okay for sustain for sustain damage, doing it two out of three turns. Yeah, but I guess it's like... it's not. He's not really intended to be a primary damage dealer. No, I'm assuming like the use for the base LB is really to use that and then shift and is what I'm thinking. I don't even think it buffs meteor, does it? No, it it has a three hundred percent magic. Story. Oh, right. It's... Wait, Ingus doesn't have Meteor, does he? That, oh, sorry, shit. Cool. I am just mixing up all the units. So, no, Ingus doesn't have Meteor. So, this is actually completely useless. Yeah. No. Now I spoiled the other unit we're going to talk about. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's, he, so, he's just got some decently strong elemental chains, but not amazing. Yeah. And then his shift form has what's probably his primary useful thing, which are his four imperil fields right that are enemy only 35 percent resistance drops which is very nice so again all the four yeah. base elements of the crystals right and mm. that's really nice Th- this is like a budget suki for anyone that didn't mm. pull suki. yeah and the fact that on demand is nice yeah well so, so unfortunately <clears throat> I, I just i just told you yeah. this dream before we started the episode but <laughs> i've pulled four nvs on this banner already and none of them were fucking ingus it's like the right. game doesn't want me to have uh, uh, imperil field. It's that yeah. simple. Yeah, he he also has like kind of decent breaking capacity, where like his shift LB does eighty five attack magic, eighty seven defense and spirit. But he's not really like the best at anything, I guess. Yeah, he's almost like a rage. Yeah, <laughs> Jack of all trades. The only thing I miss him having is kind of 
some type of stat buff. So does he have like Brave Guy and Faith Guy or something? I don't think so. No, he doesn't. I think doesn't. no, he doesn't do stats, but he's elemental support and breaks. Yeah, but I think just thinking about like why he's not very hyped is the current meta very much favors being able to do one thing really well. Yeah. And if, I mean, if you're a global exclusive, you get bonus points if you can do one thing really well alongside some other useful stuff on the side or do two things really well, but you sort of have to do at least one thing really well. Right. And the, the, this is kind of an older unit design of doing a bunch of things flexibly, but not at top tier. And that's just kind of fallen out of favor these days. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Like, my hype for it is because in Regina comps, Ingus is actually really good. Just because he brings yeah. four different elements of Imperial Field, which is always going nice. Yeah. But, like, because of the low amps and stuff, like, it's a, it's a bit of a hard sell to bring him purely for an Imperial Field. And if you're doing amps and stuff as well, like, Suki is better at supporting fire because, you know, she can get good personal damage and stuff. And then Nicole does water better. But for Wind and Earth, I guess he's potentially the best slot, because your alternatives for Imperial Ferrets there are, like, Mog and Seacard. Yeah, exactly. I used Seacard just the other day with Regina, so, you know, don't laugh. Like, there is still there is still use yeah. for that, and this is an upgrade, so... And, I mean, you don't bring Seacard yeah, for anything else yeah. other than Imperial Fields either, so... Yeah, he's like somehow both niche and versatile. Yeah, yeah. I want to say interesting. Nothing too it's actually crazy. an interesting, yeah, yeah. interestingly designed. It it's is certainly... a shame that our game is, you know, geared towards this type of unit not being like if 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 Cesar was here, he was gonna be like, yeah, Ingus is absolute garbage. You cannot use this unit, yeah, probably. and he wouldn't be wrong. No, it's certainly it's be it's better designed than we see from a lot of JP units. Yes. For sure. But that's about it about the unit. Um, should we maybe mention the uh, TMR or SMR? Are they any? Um, I think the TMR is just the standard, like, mater flat materia for that series. So FF3 units. Right. But So that we've seen clones of that before for other series. But the SMR um, seems to be like an upgraded version of Carlet's STM. Yeah, it's like an upgraded Red Hell War, but... Um, now that like the Magister's crowns and stuff exist, it doesn't seem too crazy. Yeah, it's it's nice. It has some uh, TDH on it. That's that's always nice. But otherwise, yeah, not nothing nothing too insane actually. The card is also very lackluster. Like I mean, it's yeah. nice for him, I guess, because he gets attack and magic. He only cares about the yeah, magic. Yeah, okay for for him and good for Awakened Onion Knight as well, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, again, like JP series unit like Final Fantasy unit cards that are non-premium became pretty underwhelming. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so um, let's then jump to the next unit that actually might have some you least as well, which is already yeah. the spoiled Awakened Knight. Awakened Awakened Onion Knight? Yeah, the, su the Super Saiyan. And this, like, if you thought Ingus had a lot of spells to upgrade, well, think fucking again. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean base form he pretty much still just has his old massively cluttered kit yeah. none of which you want to use except yeah, for the nothing good right he gets some envy abilities uh, he gets a ton of killers he, yeah he get, gets good passives as usual and one new active ability 
which you do actually want to use, and you probably want to use the um, the base LB to buff it as well if right. you're doing that. But yeah, um, true so twin that's, swords. That's his physical burst, right? Yeah, yeah. His base form is still physical and uses true twin swords for burst. It, if you have it hit twice with dual wield, it's got a pretty impressive modifier, about 5,500 total mm, from the hitting bad. twice. But um, yeah, his, his attack is just average and true dual wield isn't getting good variants. So the damage of it is serviceable, but nothing too crazy. Too bad. If you give him good, if you give him good like external amps and stuff and weapon and perils, it might be reasonably impressive. But I don't think it's really top tier. I yeah. haven't actually looked if any of the whale sheets have updated units. I'm not sure. Sintas probably has, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't actually. Yes, and uh, he sucks. Actually, um, I'm just going to quickly check. Does his LB boost? Does he have anything that like triple or quadruple tips on that? Because if he's got a quadruple, that might actually be decent sustained damage. Mm, I think it's only doubles though. Maybe one triple. Oh no, his his shred is a quad. Okay. Right, I'm kind of just <laughs> rambling mid episode. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. We're, we're, yeah, we're doing the wiki yes. rating uh, math while we're also recording the episode. Mm. Sounds great. Yeah, but yeah, after his. His base LB boost, his shredder abilities should be at over 800 per cast and can triple them. So that's that's decent sustained chain output for like a trial. Yeah. He's got four elements of that. That could be useful. Nice. Yeah. So, and then he got a shift form, actually. Yep. And he shifts shift into form. something entirely different. This actually is a pretty yeah. interesting sprite and it's a bit unique. Shifts into his sage job, which we've seen in like his CG LBs before, but not as the actual unit sprite till now. Yeah. Which is cool. And here and then, is yeah, where like yeah, okay, so hold on, hold on. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten spells to awaken, of which a whopping seven are to plus three. So you know, rest in peace, yeah. fucking Christs. Or or just, you know, ignore them because most of them you won't use. Yeah, but you know, like, what if... Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but here is where he has the meteoric, right? You were yeah. just doing some yeah. calcs before the episode. Yeah. Despite all of these spells, the one you're really going to care about is Meteor Plus 2, same as Golbez. And he's basically just going to be a slightly worse Golbez because he has a lot less passive MP in his kit, so he's much harder to gear for. And slightly lower base stats, I think. So yeah, so, yeah even it, at like maximum gear level, he might drop in just Bilbas. Yeah, yeah, he'll be he'll be a bit below him, but a bit below Golbez right now. Still pretty good if you've got the Demon S card. True, true. I, I wonder but where like, Golbez clocks in on like whale sheets for. Uh, okay, so that's weird. Oh yeah, yeah, he is still the top damage dealer right now. Golbez is like the strongest damage dealer. Right? I, this makes me so sad. Yeah. I don't want to Depends on fucking gearing, but... Sorry? Yeah. Depends on how well you can get killers on him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's... Yeah. yeah, it's the potential to be good. Yeah. And yeah, again, like... Yeah, so Onion Orbit can be close to as good as that, but it's also like, because Golbez is an NVA, why, why use Onion over him? Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe if you're whaled out and have two demon S cards, you could use both. Wow. Imagine having demon S cards. That's, that sounds actually sick. 
I'm not sure if you're saying this genuinely or because you have two demonesque cards. No, I actually don't have two demonesque. I would love to. Although I guess like yeah. one substitute is that's decentish is Oliveira's card. Is like yeah, that, that's but that's the budget option, but it is a significant drop because of how meteor scales. Yeah, you lose like at least a thousand MP. But yeah, I mean, like Golbez is is the go-to for this DV. Like it is by far the strongest damage dealer right now. Just like go there, spam that meteor. Like, would you even not need by to far, use? But well, okay, not by. Like, by a little bit. do like do maximum damage with this fucker. Do like uh, his own tier buff skill, and then do, um, dark rains store, and then burst. Or does like magic not matter that much? From memory, the actual like mod boosts he can do are very minimal and not really worth it. And so how about a magic store? Would that would that matter? Too yeah, much? yeah. Yes, you definitely want to use focus on him if you've got that materia. Okay. Yeah, yeah I see that Sinzar calculates uh, 300 focus for sure on him. I, I mean, maybe yeah, he even has his own. I, I didn't check, actually. No, I don't. He, he doesn't okay. from memory. Okay. All right. But yeah, this is not the Golbus podcast, though. Uh, so uh, jumping well, back to Arthur Knight, the, is there, there's one more thing. This is the thing. slightly worse Golbus. Yeah, this is podcast. a slightly worse Golbus podcast. And there's one thing we should mention about him, and that like an interesting interaction. So in his shift form as Sage, he has a party AoE buff to all AoE offensive black magic, uh, including, you know, well, Aroga, Blazaga, Faraga. Yeah. All the, the chaining ones, basically. Yeah. Uh, and Quake, sorry. And Tornado. Um, and the interesting part about that is that it's actually a quite hefty modifier. It's 150x. And you know who, like, 6x has modifiers? No. I was waiting for you to say it. Oh, okay, okay, I mean, fine. I know. But... <laughs> it's Vivi, <laughs> everyone's you... favorite black mage. So this, like, Hooray. somebody should do some some calcs on this. I wonder how good it is to do, like, VV Steiner and NVA Onion. Well, the, the thing is, it is a smaller mod boost than Marilith provides on Fyra. Just just for reference, she, oh, yes. Marilith does I, I thought plus I, 200 I, Fyra. But I remember Sinzar saying this is better than... I think VV's innate mod for Faraga is better, and this can also have much better uptime than Marilis one, which is only like a two or three turns every ten. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. This is basically 100% because yeah. as long but the, as you can use the actual AOE. The actual mod's not going to be a significant upgrade from the Marilith combo. Ah, okay. okay. And because they um they, they don't buff the same spells, like one's Faraga, one's Fyra, so... You can't stack them together. Ah, oh, shame, shame. But it's interesting. It could be fun. Like yeah, there it, is a fire weak stage. Maybe you can use VV. Yeah. Plus, it doesn't require pulling the base Envy Marilith, who I'm sure a bunch of people probably still don't actually have. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I was hoping to actually get her. I, I really like VV and would take any chance to them. But yeah. Oh, the the other thing is Marilith is obviously only for fire, whereas this you can do fire, ice, or lightning, so it works for all three. Yeah. But True. I think Fire is still VV's highest mod in Yeah, doesn't he have something special? Yeah, exactly. He has something special for Fire. It's only it's only a small advantage over Ice and Lightning, though, I think. All right. At least there's something. Yeah. There's a nice interaction that yeah. the people should be aware of. Yeah. So Onion has a few potential uses that are decent. Yeah. Which is, frankly, all you can ask for from an NVA. True. 
true. It's actually not bad as an like it's not a monster like Golbez, but it's it's definitely a decent and yeah, decent versatile addition. Yeah, his shift duration is slightly annoying because it's kind of very old style, where it's the shift can last as long as you want, but there's like a two to three turn cooldown on the actual form shifting. Right, right. So you have to stay in each form for a minimum amount of time. But usually that shouldn't be too much of a problem. No, I don't. I mean, nobody's going to use him. It's not going to be a problem at all. <laughs> um, possibly. Yeah. But yeah. I think for any given fight, you're mostly going to want to stick to one form or the other, depending on what you're bringing him for. Yeah, it's not like you're going to be shifting back and forth between magic and... Uh... Probably not. So yeah, um, those are the units. Not too exciting unless you're me and are hoping yeah. for an Ingus for a Regina and not getting him. But um, we but yeah, did get the... They're, they're decent flexible units that yeah. aren't top tier. Nothing too crazy and surprisingly well designed, honestly, this uh, mm. for, for units. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so we maybe we should just mention BV a bit. Like, I know it's not much mm. to say yet because it hasn't unlocked for us yet, according. It hasn't? I thought DP started now. Yeah, or yeah but, but like the, the, the final stage. Exactly, the the, the actual yeah. difficult stage. You know, I'm not going to talk about the bring the same team and clear all stages stages. Um, Fair enough. But uh, that the magic stage is going to be fire and ice, right? So that's actually mm -hmm. pretty nice for Regina for whoever pulled her. Yeah, uh, she can actually use her her ice cooldown for once. Yeah, and then we have Tsuki, right? She's going to magic stage. Yeah, for like her. I mean, her personal fire damage is just okay especially outside of Clash, but she also does decent fire support with the Imperial Field. Yep. And then obviously, like, Olive can be good with her natural fire stuff. Yeah, yeah. Olive is with any element, that's really nice, but she can actually, yeah. she, she can actually less support, I guess. Yeah, you um, can imbue Golbez with fire. Ah, uh, yeah. Golbez, fucking Golbez. Yeah, it's probably enough to just bring Golbez cap. Uh, mm. And then for the, we have Earth and Dark, so yeah, yeah that's just a no-brainer. Yeah, Sylvie, Wilk, Chizuru, that the usual. Yeah, exactly. Wilk is. Mm -hmm. I actually just recently got Wilk, uh, so this might be the first DV I bring. Yeah, it's, it's in a weird spot. I feel because like I, I've had him for a bit now. I didn't get him initially, but I've pulled a couple off banner, and I haven't really used him. Okay. So I don't know, but then again, I also haven't really try harded an uncapable DV, so. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, That's same. I also why. got Wilk recently and haven't yet either. Still trying to figure out if this unit is ever going to see any. Yeah. I mean, he is objectively good, but he's just awkward to use. Yeah. So for the final stage, and this is interesting, we should definitely mention this. We mentioned it weeks ago as well. This is the first DD in a long time that's actually elemental. Yeah, the well, the first non-vision world one. Yeah, exactly. And this is, but yeah, but... it's a fire, water, and light stage. Which is yeah, it's still got it's got three elements at least, like clash yeah. rather than just one. So that's not too bad. Exactly, and but the elements are a bit awkward for us in GL. I mean, awkward because we're used to fucking breaking things with Sylvie. Um, but we're actually not bringing it to this fight, I guess. I not. So Next, there's one of her other many useful things that are needed, but with how little DV bosses tend to do to the team, probably can cut her. Yeah, it's usually like five DPS and one element or whatever element. Um, but it's interesting. So fire, water, light. That means so you know technically Titus is our second strongest damage dealer still. Yeah. Um, so... Titus and Jake are both pretty good, and Nicole is actually a very very good water support currently with both 
the 50% imperil field and the 100% stacking water ant for someone, yeah. along with 45 for the rest of the team. Yeah. So water's, water's actually pretty solid for this one. Yeah, and there's also, um, as an alternative to Nickel, depending on who else, you also songs do 100% uh, mm. amp to somebody. She doesn't have doesn't have the field, though. No, so. she doesn't, but she instead brings her own damage, balance it out, I don't know, it depends. What the... damage? Oh, uh, come on, come on. She, she has an LB that does damage. It's like some damage. It exists. It exists, yeah. Um, I guess, uh, like, maybe somebody is going to bring Knights of Grandshield, although I feel like, aren't they not good? Yeah, they're, they're a little outdated. I mean, on fights that are A, light, weak, and B, hard to gear for killers, they can still gear well, and their mod is still pretty impressive at 450 yeah. after Tiber Spirit. Actually, I think they, they can get 550 with Titus SDMR. It's so. 570, according yeah. to Sinzar, in the whale sheets. Oh, that, that's with the plus 20 from Sylvie LB as well. Ah, of course. Oh, yeah, that's why Sylvie. I almost forgot. No. Uh, it, it might not be worth just for that if no. you've got another source of good stat and LB buffs. But but then Yuna, maybe people might be bringing possibly. Yuna. She actually does decent damage. She does more than Knights of Grandchild. So. Yeah, I guess evoking Yuna is reasonably good. Especially like if you know she she could be a really great last DPS on your once you've exhausted because she doesn't. Need, so that could be an yeah, interesting possibly. approach. If you if you're running out and still have damage slots to gear. I mean, I'm obviously going to try to cap the Regina first, like a actual five sacrifice Regina. But if I can't, mm -hmm. I'll probably Regina anyway and just like a one helper version instead. Yeah. I mean, since you can't use ice for that final stage, which element will you be supporting her with? Uh, well, ah, shit, she does take a hit. You can't use ice that do yeah. give her a bit bigger amps, but then I'll probably use whatever I have, <laughs> whatever I choose for the inner party, which sounds like water now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I assume if you've got EX2 Nicol, then water is the best option for yeah, you. Yeah. Um, so let's let's see if I could uh, cap, although since ice isn't possible on the last day, that's probably possible. Yeah. yeah. Or who knows, maybe maybe the boss will do enough attacks that fucking Berserker Riku will just fuck everything up and oh, man, destroy that balance. So that would be funny, though. If, if that happens, <laughs> like bringing Nicole and Riku and just countering it to death like it, I, we should mention this i don't know if all listeners have seen it uh, uh one we trick recently discovered <laughs> have we yeah i think so the behemi trick oh not the behemi trick yeah because <clears throat> like that that's quite interesting most well, of you know that behemi has this um, debuff for enemies that gives them cover which is kind of this niche ability that you could uh, give a, a multi-unit boss cover and then do like five times damage on a single unit. but um what you can do is this classic trick of weaving it into attacks and then targeting Riku with the attacks. Very, Wait. Sorry. I'm just thinking, isn't the, the Behemi tricks only relevant in Clash because of EX levels, though, I think? Because outside of Clash, you can just use um, Rivera instead. You can as a much use Rivera, option. but not if you actually need a tank to tank for a while. Which I was... guess. But again, that's not going to happen in DV. <laughs> probably not, probably not. So let's just hope this boss attacks enough to beat him next week. That would be nice. Although it no, really, really no, depends no, on it the amount of attacks. Yeah, people, and then people would be rolling for max counter procs and rerunning that all the time. Yeah. No. Uh, for uncappable content, that's, that's not healthy for balance. So is this uncappable or no? Yes, it's uncappable. Oh, it's no. got 50k. It's got 50k rank one reward. 
oh no, that, like, oh my god, I'm almost expecting Sinzar to quit the game. Uh, I mean, regular DV being uncapable is kind of standard at this point. It's usually yeah. just vision worlds. I guess, I guess, but, but I know cap- that people hate when DV is uncapable. Yeah, it kind of sucks, yeah. <laughs> to be uh, honest. I mean, especially, like like you just mentioned, you know, like, if it works, people be rerunning this forever to get both high variance rolls and high counter, which honestly yeah. doesn't sound it's like fun. the worst. Yeah, it's horrible. But yeah, and then of course, obviously Golbez. We should mention Golbez, of course, since he is still the strongest damage dealer right now. (laughs) You're going to bring him. I think we did already. Yeah, yeah, we did. So not much more to say, really. Um, It's going to be an interesting DB. Going to force us to do a bit of different elements. That's nice. Maybe people, I mean, Surge. People are going to bring Surge for sure. Oh, yes. Yeah, Surge will probably be in top ranked teams for the final stage. Just because the only one. Yeah. The only one fifty amp currently. Yeah, yeah. All right, but, um, that's it, right? Did we, we miss anything? Oh, we we did also get the next twelve race trials catastrophe. Wait, we did? Oh my god, I missed yeah. this entirely. Oh, so what is this race? Um, it's this is the spirit one or fairy, depending on where you look. Oh, okay, okay, nice. Uh, um, and what so are the, its this elements? Has... This is another one of those element resist trials, right? Yeah, so it's water yeah. and no, all, light. All of... Yes, light is the primary weakness, I guess. Yeah. Water is secondary, right. but water has slightly better imperil field options, so both can probably be pretty equal. Yeah, I mean, like, if you don't have Tsuki, I'm assuming water is going to be greatest, because who else has a light imperil? Yeah, yeah. If you don't have Tsuki and do have Nicol, then you're probably using water. Yeah, because like you can't even. Well, I mean, of course you can. Like, since it's only one ninety, so so since our mentioned this, that like we're stepping down a bit in this craziness. So the light yeah, resistance we, is one ninety, meaning that if you have somebody like Reagan return, for yeah, instance, or, Kuja. Well, you probably yeah, Kuja would drop it to thirty percent, which is probably good enough to use on its own. Yeah. What would Nickel go down to? So Nickel has a one fifty plus forty, right? He he has a fifty percent field and a one thirty five skill. Oh, so sorry. by himself, he would drop it one by one eighty five down to twenty five percent. So that's very close, basically. Yeah, and it, well, yeah, slightly better. And you could technically bring another higher water and peril slot. Like if you had Lulu alongside, that would drop it to zero. Oh, that's a pretty big. That's a pretty big increase, actually. Yeah. But I then, mean, but then you're bringing um, two units, right? So depends. Yeah, yeah. But Lulu is also potentially like your spirit breaker if you're using mages. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, yes, Kuja does the same for light, but then you need a light amper and imbuer. Exactly. So you'd be bringing so Fina then instead. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably two support slots either way. Yeah. Again, both are viable. Interesting. Well, I'm gonna have fun with this. This this sounds yeah. pretty fun, and I wonder how bulky yeah. it is, and if you can like Regina mm. it to it's, next. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't think it's like a step up from the last couple, really. So it's that's probably fine. Okay. And La- it's, well, it doesn't, the last it doesn't one was seem super threatening ice, either. Just to put that out there, the last one was weak to ice, yeah. and that I could kill with Gina in five turns uh, solo. But um, okay. so, so I, I'm Might not sure about this one though, because water and light are not like Regina needs. Like if she's not using ice, she released earth, and it's not. Mm-hmm. So it work. yeah, uh, earth earth doesn't make a big difference for her. If you're externally supporting the ele- other elements well, it's it's just that like if since you're not using the ice ability, using her pentacast, and there's a bigger um, 
there, there's a bigger mod boost on the Earth yeah. imbue than on the other abilities. So, yeah. but it's not a massive mod boost overall. No, I guess, I guess it does. It does triple dip, but yeah, you're it. It, yeah. it, it, it is dwarfed by the actual other mod boosts, like the sacrifices. Mm. Anyway, I need to stop talking about oh. Regina. I feel like I'm mentioning her in every episode. <laughs> I need to stop doing that. Mm. Uh, but interesting, interesting yeah. that we got yeah. this trial. Yeah, honestly, I I've fallen behind on these twelve races. I'm like three behind at this point. Oh really? Oh okay. And, yeah, it's it's bad form for me. Uh, my, my interest was really revived with Regina. Obviously, I did say I was not talking about her, but um, uh, but but it seems like it seems like an interesting trial. So let's see. It doesn't seem too difficult, but which might. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a very threatening one. There's just a bit of AOE Earth magic, some fixed damage, which can get dangerous when it's at low health. I think it can do up to 40k per turn AOE. Right. Which, but you you can mitigate that with general mitigation. That should so work out. that'll help. Like bringing somebody like <laughs> Sylvie or something. Yeah. And then there's just, just some like AOE dispel and petrify and in earth and peril and stuff. Some single target charm and death that you can resist. All right. Interesting. I can't yeah. wait to try it out. Yeah. I think overall it shouldn't shouldn't be too hard. I think Riflesia is still the hardest of the ones that have been released. Right. At least the bulkiest, I guess. Or or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't compared the stat numbers, but anyway, I think that's about us. Yeah, I think so too. Interesting, interesting. I, I, I'm i so happy that you mentioned this because I completely missed this. So this gives me something else to do this week as well while waiting for DV to unlock. Cool. So, all right. I think that's it then. Yeah. Do you have like a good outro joke? Nope. I am tired. Yeah, really sexual jokes usually work. So if you have one of those up your sleeve, like you can go do it now. Mm, go fuck yourself. Nice. I like it.